Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Chapter 12, Part 1 of Famous Sea Fights by John R. Hale. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nick Number Famous Sea Fights by John R. Hale Chapter 12, Part 1 The Battle of the Yalu, 1894 One result of the victory won by Tegetoff at Lissa was that an exaggerated importance was for many years to come attached to the ram as a weapon of attack. In every navy in the world, ships were built with bows specially designed for ramming. The sinking of the Re d'Italia had made such an impression on the public mind that it was in vain for a minority among naval critics to urge that the ram was being overrated, and to point out that even at Lissa, for one successful attempt to sink an enemy by running her down, there had been an untold number of failures. It was very gradually that the majority was brought to realize that a ship under full control could generally avoid a ramming attack, and that it could only be employed under exceptional circumstances, and against an already disabled enemy. Then the progress of invention and armaments introduced features into naval warfare that made it extremely difficult and dangerous for a large ship to come to such close quarters as an attempt to ram implies. First, the introduction of the Whitehead torpedo as part of the auxiliary armament of battleships and cruisers gave the ship attacked a means of sinking the aggressor as she approached, and the increase in the power of guns led naval tacticians to accept as a principle that fleet actions must be fought at ranges which were regarded as too distant for any effective action in earlier days. But for nearly thirty years after Lissa, there were no fleet actions. Ships, armor, guns were all improved, and the great naval powers built on a larger and larger scale. Steel took the place of iron as the material for shipbuilding and armor. Naval gunnery became a precise science. Torpedoes were introduced, and with them such new types of ships as the swift torpedo boat and the destroyer. But there was very little fighting on the sea, though in the same period there were colossal conflicts on land. Hundreds of armor-clads were built that became obsolete and were turned over to the shipbreaker without ever having fired a shot in action. Theories of tactics for fleet actions were worked out on paper and tested to some extent at naval maneuvers, but the supreme test of battle was wanting. In the Franco-German War of 1870, the French Navy had such a decided superiority that the few German warships of the day were kept in their harbors, protected by batteries and sunken mines. The only naval action of the war was an indecisive duel between two gunboats. In the second stage of the war, the officers and men of the French Navy fought as soldiers in the defense of France. Guns were taken from the ships to be mounted on land fortifications. Admirals commanded divisions, formed largely of naval officers and bluejackets. Again, in the War of 1878 between Russia and Turkey, the Russians had only a few light craft in the Black Sea, and the Turkish fleet under Hobart Pasha, weak as it was, held the undisputed command of these waters, and had only to fear some isolated torpedo attacks. In South American civil wars and international conflicts, there were duels between individual ships and some dashing enterprises by torpedo boats, but nothing that could be described as a fleet action between ironclads. The only time a British armored fleet was in action was against the batteries of Alexandria on the occasion of the bombardment in July 1882. 
The forts, badly armed and constructed and inefficiently defended, were silenced, but a careful examination of them convinced experts that if they had been held by a better trained garrison, the victory would not have been such an easy matter. This and subsequent experiences have led to the general acceptance of the view that it will be seldom advisable to risk such valuable fighting machines as first-class battleships and armored cruisers in close action against well-constructed and powerfully armed shore defenses. It was not till the summer of 1894 that at last there was another pitched battle between fleets that included a large proportion of armored vessels. That action, off the mouth of the Yalu River, will be always remembered as the event that heralded the coming of a new naval power. A long rivalry between China and Japan for the control of Korea had resulted in an outbreak of war between the two empires of the Far East. For an island state like Japan, the command of the sea was a necessary condition for successful operations on the mainland of Asia, and for some years she had been building up a powerful fleet, the ships being constructed in foreign yards as the Japanese yards were not yet in a position to turn out large warships. In the memory of living men, the Japanese fleets had been made up of primitive-looking war junks. After failures to build ships in Japan on the European model, the government had in the middle of the 19th century purchased some small steamships abroad, but it was not till 1876 that the first Japanese armor-clad, the Fuso, was constructed in England from designs by the late Sir Edward Reed. Naval progress was at first very slow, but solid foundations were laid. Young naval officers were attached to the British and other navies for professional training, and on their return to Japan became the educators of their fellow countrymen in naval matters. A serious obstacle to the acquisition of a numerous and powerful fleet was a financial question. Japan is not a rich country. At first, therefore, the Japanese did not venture to order battleships, but contented themselves with protected cruisers. They thought that these would be sufficient for the impending conflict with China, which possessed only a fleet of weak, protected cruisers of various types, and a couple of small coast defense ironclads that might be counted as inferior battleships. When war broke out between China and Japan in 1894, the fleet of the latter consisted of older ships of miscellaneous types and a number of new protected cruisers, some of them armed with quick-firing guns, a type of weapon only lately introduced into the world's navies. Of these modern cruisers, most had been built and armed in French yards, but the best and swiftest ship was a fine cruiser delivered not long before from Armstrong's yard at Elswick. The following lists give some details of the Japanese and Chinese fleets, only the ships engaged at the Yalu battle being included. But these ships represented almost the entire strength of the two rival navies, and no really effective ship was absent on either side. While to make up the two squadrons, ships were sent to sea that in a European navy would have been considered obsolete and left in harbor. A comparison of these two lists brings out some interesting points. The advantage in gunpower was clearly on the side of the Japanese. Of the heavier class of guns, they had 70 to 55, and there were no weapons in the Chinese squadron equal to the long 12-and-a-half-inch rifled breech loaders of French make carried by four of the Japanese cruisers. But there was a further gain in gun power for the Japanese in the possession of 128 quick-firers, some of them of fairly heavy caliber. The quick-firing gun was then a new weapon. It is really a quick loader, a gun fitted with a breech action that can be opened and closed by a rapid movement, and so mounted that the recoil is taken up by mechanism in the carriage, which at once automatically runs the gun back into firing position, while the process of loading is further accelerated, for the smaller caliber guns, by making up the ammunition like that of a rifle, with projectile and charge in a big brass-cased cartridge, so that the gun can be loaded up by one movement, and the cartridge contains its own means of ignition, and is fired by pulling off a trigger. The lighter quick-firers are further mounted on pivots so that they can be easily moved through an arc of a circle by one man who keeps his eyes on a moving target and his finger on the trigger ready to fire. 
The storm of shells that poured from the Japanese quick-firers was even more terrible for the Chinese than the slower fire of the heavy guns, and of these new quick-firing guns the Chinese only had three on the little Kwang-Ping. Japanese Fleet Ship Yoshino Tonnage 4,150 Quick-firers 44 Notes Swiftest ship in either fleet Speed 23 knots Two-inch steel protective deck Built by Armstrong. New protected cruisers. Ship Matsushima. Tonnage 4,277. Heavy guns 12. Quick firers 16. Machine guns 6. Notes. 2 inch steel protective deck. Barbette forward covered with 12 inch armor and armed with a long Kane 12 and a half inch gun. Ship Ikitsushima. Tonnage, 4,277. Heavy guns, 12. Quick firers, 16. Machine guns, 6. Notes. 2-inch steel protective deck, barbette forward covered with 12-inch armor and armed with a long Kane 12.5-inch gun. Ship, Hashidate. Tonnage, 4,277. Heavy guns, 12. Quick firers, 16. Machine guns, 15. Notes. 2-inch steel protective deck, barbette forward covered with 12-inch armor and armed with a long Kane 12-and-a-half-inch gun. Ship Takachiko. Tonnage, 3,650. Heavy guns, 8. Machine guns, 12. Notes. 3-inch steel protective deck, speed 18 knots. Ship Naniwa Khan. Tonnage, 3,650. Heavy guns, 8. Machine guns, 12. Notes. 3-inch steel protective deck. Speed, 18 knots. Ship, Akitsushima. Tonnage, 3,150. Heavy guns, 1. Quick firers, 12. Machine guns, 10. Notes. 2.5-inch steel protective deck. 1 long 12.5-inch Kane gun. Ship, Chiyoda. Tonnage, 2,450. Quick firers, 24. Machine guns, 13. Notes. Small partly armored cruiser, 4.5 inch armored belt over two-thirds of length. 1 inch steel protective deck. Old ironclads launched 1877 and 8. Ship, Fuso. Tonnage, 3,718. Heavy guns, 6. Machine guns, 8. Notes. 4.5 inch armored belt amidships. Ship, Hayei. Tonnage, 2,200. Heavy guns, 9. Notes. 7-inch armor belt, 9-inch armor on battery. Ship, Akagi. Tonnage, 615. Heavy guns, 2. Machine guns, 2. Notes, gunboat. Ship, Saikyo Maru. Tonnage, 600. Quick firers, unknown. Notes. Armed merchant steamer carrying only a few small quick-firers. Total heavy guns, 70. Total quick-firers, 128. Total machine guns, 84. Chinese fleet. Armored. Ship, Chen Yuan. Tonnage, 7,430. Heavy guns, 6. Machine guns, 12. Notes. 
Coast Defense Battleships, 14-inch armor belt, four 12-inch guns on each ship, mounted in pairs in turrets with 12-inch armor. Ship, Ting Nguyen. Tonnage, 7,430. Heavy guns, 6. Machine guns, 12. Notes. Coast Defense Battleships, 14-inch armor belt, four 12-inch guns on each ship, mounted in pairs in turrets with 12-inch armor. Ship, Lai Yuen. Tonnage, 2,850. Heavy guns, 4. Machine guns, 8. Notes. Armored cruisers, 9.5-inch armor belt, 8-inch armor on barbettes forward. Ship, King Yuen. Tonnage, 2,850. Heavy guns, 4. Machine guns, 8. Notes. Armored cruisers, 9.5-inch armor belt, 8-inch armor on barbettes forward. Ship, Ping Nguyen. Tonnage, 2,850. Heavy guns, 3. Machine guns, 8. Notes. Armored cruiser. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.